Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, presented to you exclusively by Podcast Heat and AdFreeShows.com. I am John Alba, joined as I am every single week by Mr. Matt Hardy. Matt, not quite our normal jovial selves this week. We, We take a lot of pride in trying to bring a fun, energetic product every single week to our fans. Yeah. Uh, But... Real life kind of got in the way this week, just a little bit, my friend. And uh, just more than anything, I, I want to check in on you. How, how are how are you holding up today? Um, I'm holding up. You know, it's uh, just heartbreaking. I mean, it was devastating. I mean, I, I'll go ahead and recall this for you. I was flying. I'm in Fresno, California right now as we speak. We have... Uh, Elevation, Dynamite, and Rampage tonight here in Fresno, California. And uh, I was on the flight here, and I was on about a a four-and-a-half-hour flight from Raleigh-Durham to Phoenix, Arizona. Then I connected in Phoenix and came to Fresno. So the last 50 minutes, maybe, of the flight, I I dozed off. I fell asleep. And uh, whenever I woke up, I woke up to 20 text messages from different people. You were one of them, John. My wife, my brother, so many of my friends. and the news was broken to me about Jay Briscoe. And it was just, it, it was devastating. It, it didn't feel real, right? Right from the beginning. I mean, I just, once I thought about it and I looked and I saw like a, an RIP, an obituary, and his, he was born in 1984, 10 years younger than I am. Someone who, should be here now. Someone who more than anything loved his wife and his kids. And, and that was probably our strongest bond. Yeah. You know, we, we became pretty, pretty close friends. Like we, we didn't talk every day or every week, but we talked pretty, pretty often, you know, via text or whatever, but it was mainly just about kids and, and family. And like, he was so big on that. And like me having four young kids myself, I know how important it is for those kids to have parents and, the fact that he is gone is, is devastating. And especially it hit me even harder from the perspective of him being so legendary and iconic as a, as a performer and as a wrestler, but just as a, as a father and as a man and just in my heart breaks for his kids and his family. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to talk about Royal rumbles this week and we were going to do a watch along of the 2003 Royal rumble, which uh, just from a scheduling perspective, we're going to be doing that next week instead. 
And uh, we'll have some more information on that at the end of this episode because uh, it actually should be a pretty cool experience for the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy fans. But today we wanted to pivot and talk instead about Jay Briscoe and, and make this somewhat of a tribute show. I, I asked you what you wanted to do and you said this was first and foremost what you wanted to do. And I don't disagree with you at all. And I give you a lot of credit for being able to try and process and do this just as a way to pay tribute to someone that like you said you considered a friend and not just that but truly one of the greatest of of his era uh, one of the greatest of his era and change the game we'll talk about that over the course of this conversation normally guys there's a big format i follow for this i produce a rundown and we go through stuff i got nothing no no, no format today this is just you're gonna hear myself and john speaking as two friends and honoring a legendary performer, and in and, and my opinion, a, le- a legendary man. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who may not be entirely familiar with everything that happened, uh, it was this Tuesday at around 5 o'clock or so. There was a head-on collision between two vehicles uh, on Lowell Road in Delaware, and, and it was uh, two pickup trucks that collided head-on. And both drivers, unfortunately, were killed in this. Uh, one of the drivers was 27-year-old Lillian uh, Tiernahan. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. And the other was uh, Jay Briscoe. And in the back seat were his two daughters who were admitted to the hospital in critical condition as a result of this. Um, both drivers, unfortunately, were pronounced dead at the scene. And uh, just an absolute tragedy in every single way, Matt. Not just unfathomable unfathomable yeah but it, it it puts into perspective just how quickly life can change doesn't it i mean I, I, absolutely i mean i i have done this for a while now i am grateful for every single day i have i mean you you never know you 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 have to live life you almost have to live life like every day is your last because it it, it in theory could be it's just uh this is a very cruel reminder of how fragile life is and how precious life is. You know, you once again, you, you have a guy who had been working for so, so long to get his big break. And finally, this has kind of happened. He'd signed a contract with Tony Khan with the AW Ring of Honor. And he had this amazing trilogy of matches with his brother versus FTR. These guys like stole the whole tag team scene this year you know, with these matches. And uh, he was finally in a position to make the most money and have the best opportunities and provide the best that he could for his family. And in a snap, it's all gone, which is uh, tragic. Yeah. Um, We're going to do our best to properly put into perspective the career of Jay Briscoe and more than that, the kind of person he was. I, I'll admit up front, Matt, I, I only had a couple interactions with the Briscoes over the years. Very, very brief, not enough for me to gauge who they are as people, but I think it's been pretty apparent based on the response around the professional wrestling world, uh, the kind of man, the kind of person that Jay Briscoe was 
and the impact that he had on those around him. What would you like to say on that front? Um, it, it was it was an overwhelming response to his passing, and it, it made me very proud of him. I mean, it, it really speaks to the, the quality of human being he was to those who knew him personally. You know, once again, we live in such a strange time, John, with social media because there's so many people commenting on people that don't really know who they really are or what makes them tick or the content of their character. And Jay, Jay, Jay was, a, was a good, was a great guy, was an amazing human being. And did he make mistakes? Of course he did. Have I made mistakes? Of course I have. John, have you made mistakes? Of course you have. We all make mistakes. But it's one of those things where he always was striving to be better and, and to correct those mistakes. You know, if there was mistakes he'd made in the past and he was a good human being, everyone he interacted with, everyone he ever met or touched is going to have great things to say about him because he was a very selfless human being. When it came to pro wrestling, he was incredible. He was fuck, it, 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 top. He was in the top tier of pro wrestlers, especially with the believability and the credibility of his character and, 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 and his persona and just the way he worked and his athleticism. I mean, him and his brother, they were groundbreakers in many, many ways. Like I, myself and my brother, we admired them from afar whenever they started becoming a big deal. And we definitely want to have a match with them one day down the road. And it was so cool that we eventually got to have that match with him. And it was an Omega show the very first time we did it, which was so, so cool because it was such a such a, a very cool setting. And it was 12 minutes from my house, which was insane. But uh, I know we always do a mad fact here. And uh I'm still going to do a mad fact, but without going over the top, and it's this. Mad fact. Matt already greatly misses Jay Briscoe. And that, that's true. I do. I mean, I, I can't believe I'm not going to see him at another AWROH taping. I can't believe that him and his brother aren't going to be a tag team anymore. It's just, it, it's, it's really, it's hard to accept that he's gone, especially when I think about how much younger he is. And I feel like that's one of the things that is most hard for me to accept as I get older. When you see people that are so young that shouldn't be passing away and do pass away because of some unforeseen tragedy. I mean, it's just it, it is just sadness to the highest degree for me. It is. I, I want to talk about what you were alluding to before people making mistakes I think it's pretty well known at this point. It was 10 years ago now uh, that Jay made somewhat of a homophobic comment on social media and appropriately at the time kind of got dragged over the coals for it, but spent the next decade of his life rectifying that and explaining why he realized he was wrong at the time and how both he and Mark explained how accepting that they were a people and, and it was backed up by other individuals in the wrestling community yeah. as well, Matt. And I, I, I bring this up because I'll never forget you and I, I want to say it was about a year ago. We're talking about something that had happened with me um, regarding right. stuff that had been said. And you pointed specifically to Jay Briscoe and everything they went to. And, and you were saying how, Ultimately, the content of someone's character and what they do to show the world that 
they are a good person and, and they do things the right way. That That's what people remember about them. And I think that Jay is very much the embodiment of that. And, and it's so remarkable how, as all of this stuff happens now, you know, everyone is standing by his side, Matt, and, and saying, no, th- this was a grade A human being, someone who really was an empathetic, compassionate person who, who cared about everyone. I think that's a testament to the legacy that he's left behind. Uh, 100%. And, and, you know, a, a lot of people don't even know these details. Once he, he he's already done so much in the past to try and rectify, you know, uh, that, that, that one tweet, that one statement that was, you know, made, which was obviously wrong. And he did everything he could to rectify it. Even after he came here to AEW, you know, when some people were like worried about that from the past, people at TV or whatever, like he he went to, to classes, he did courses, he did several things to just better himself and try and make things right. And that's one thing I would really love for us as human beings to be more accepting of now. People make mistakes. Sometimes they do things that are, 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 are terrible or awful, you know, but if you make something a mistake and you try and rectify it and you try and become better because of it and you try and learn from that mistake, we have to remember that people can change mm-hmm. and people do change and people want to be better. We can't hold one isolated incident against someone for the, the remainder of their life. You know, we, we people people are often good and have a good heart and a good core, but make a mistake and they, they, they have to rectify it. They have to prove that they've rectified it. But we have to always remember we have to have forgiveness in this life life is too short not to forgive people to sit here and and harbor resentment or hold a grudge against someone is just is 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 brutal and it's probably probably more toxic to you than it is to them but we have to remember that as human beings we have to remember people do change yeah i I think track records generally speak for themselves they do we we all say things sometimes that are emotionally charged in the moment i mean hell i'm guilty i've done it this week on social media you say things that you're in the middle of the moment. There's a lot of emotions. Yes, because we're human, John. That's yeah. what we do. Because we're human. And and you don't mean them with ill intentions by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, sometimes, you know, people say things and, and then you have a few minutes of pause and you're like, ah, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way or shouldn't. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you made a mistake in that moment. And I really do think what you're preaching there, Matt, and you know, being willing to open your mind to what people do to rectify their wrongs or work off of their track record, I, I really do wish that there was a little more of a forgiveness in the general sense of society. Yes. It's, yes. I, I hope that's a place that we can get to in the future. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with you entirely on that because we're ultimately talking at the end of the day here, Matt, about someone who was one of the greatest performers of his generation, uh, whether as a singles wrestler or as a tag team wrestler. I would argue the Briscoes are on a very short list of tag teams that never made it to d- to WWE that are in that upper echelon of teams that have ever existed. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, both guys can go. Both guys can go on their own. Both great performers. And 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 one of the things I really, one of the things that really intrigued me the most about Jay is just when I would watch him before I knew him well. I I felt I I, I met those guys initially when I was released from WWE for a little bit in 2005. Did a little short ROH run, and uh, both very friendly, 
both very respectful, but I obviously didn't have the opportunity to be around them long enough to know them well. But whenever I went to Ring of Honor and started working in 2011, 2012 in the beginning, that's when I kind of got to know him a little bit. Just after watching their work and seeing this guy perform as a character in the ring, I mean, he looks like when he would lock those eyes in on you, he looks like the ultimate gangsta, the guy who would just like whip your ass with no regret who was 100% confident he was a killer. Everything he did and, and the way he carried himself and presented himself in the ring was just unreal. I mean, sometimes when he'd be looking at you, it would be very intimidating just because he was that realistic in what he would do. But Dude, then, they were like the most legit-looking ass kickers that have ever existed in pro wrestling, like legit. But, but, but then you go backstage, and he's just so soft-spoken, yeah. so gentle, so compassionate, such a loving family man. The first thing, I mean, we, we talked about kids the majority of times whenever we communicated, you know, uh, someone who loved his kids more than anything. And, and just and, and and the the huge difference between his true personality and his character personality was just so incredible. And, and, and it just showed how believable and just how committed he was to his gig. And he was so good, good at it. Like when, when he stepped through that curtain and turned it on, he never turned it off until he got back through. And that is the consummate pro. And that is one of the things I love the most about Jay Briscoe. And speaking of uh, kids, you know, as we record this at this moment in time, again, his daughters both in critical condition. Uh, his wife did take to social media to explain that one of them was going through a pretty substantial procedure. And the other was a little better off shape but uh, just the fact that you add into the equation that children were involved here is just magnifying the tragedy yes it's just it's horrific um yeah everyone please keep your thoughts with jay briscoe's wife and his other children especially his two girls that are injured you know if, if prayer is your thing pray for them if uh you know, you just want to put a, a great thought out in the world to, to wish them luck. I would appreciate if you do that because they, they do need it. This family's been through so much as it is and uh, pulling for both of his girls. And I hope they can both recover and, and be, be healthy and, and live a normal life again. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you shared those family qualities with him. Was that one of his escapes from your interactions with him? Just being able to talk about family and life? Yeah, I mean, he was extremely passionate about it. I mean, he he loved his kids, and I think you know me well enough, John. You know how my kids are my life, and they, they they mean everything to me. I mean, it was the same thing with Jay. I mean, he he took such great pride in being a great father and being a provider, and family values is what it was all about to him. You know, it's just even in pro wrestling, I, I, I do appreciate how things have changed so much. I mean. Back in the 90s, when it was the Wild Wild West and Jeff and I were first getting in and social media wasn't around and there wasn't camera phones, the guys weren't the best as uh, husbands to their wife, you know, uh, to their wives. And that, that has changed so much over time. There, there's a lot more loyalty. There's a lot more camaraderie as far as it seems like when someone has a family and, and kids. Nowadays, most pro wrestlers are all about that and they do everything, everything that they can to to, to cherish and protect and respect their, their family and their family ties. And, and Jay did that to the highest degree. And, and for that, he gets the ultimate respect from me. 
saw the video of him from quarantine that Ring of Honor had shared. Yeah. Where he was doing the cheerleading shtick with his daughter. Um, what a what a great visual of someone who again was like a legit ass kicker, just being able to make fun of himself a little bit and have have a little fun with one of his daughters. Uh, from a personality standpoint, was he a, a pretty easygoing guy in that sense and very self aware? Very very easygoing, very easygoing, and just so so much more humble than you would ever believe. So much more humble than you would ever believe. I even want to go back to. When, when we did the show at uh, Union Pines, it was an Omega show, and I was the one that kind of put together the deal a little bit. Shane had this idea, and I know he'd reached out to Shane Helms. I'm talking about the Hurricane Shane Helms, and he was uh, operating Omega at that time. I was working with ROH, and I was also working with TNA. I wasn't under contract to anyone. I was doing like per appearance deals for both companies at the time, and I tried to keep that going, but eventually I ended up signing with TNA. Um but I, I kind of helped put together this match because I talked to the people at ROH and we were able to get the Briscoes for this Omega show to wrestle myself and Jeff. And Jeff was underneath Impact Contract. And, mm-hmm. uh, typically, he didn't do a lot of indies at this time, but they were uh, very willing to let him do the the indie and, and we were able to put the show together. And I'll never forget, they, these guys, they, they drove down from Delaware to come to North Carolina for the show, right? And uh, we were able to get him a pretty good payday. I had known them both from Ring of Honor. I'd worked with them for a couple years at that point. And I'll never forget whenever they got there, I went and I took them to uh, Pig and Pig. It's a, a very famous barbecue yes. place, Yes. Uh, which which actually burned down about a year ago. And it's actually getting ready to reopen. My wife just told me, and she was actually excited about it. And she, she doesn't even eat pork. She hates pork. She loves some of the chicken stuff that's there. So they're getting ready to reopen shortly, like – we went to Pig and Pig that day, and and I'll never forget. I said, "Man, you guys are going to love this place, especially if you're barbecue fans." And they both went. They had a great meal, and I almost had to fight Jay because I wanted to pay for their their lunch and their dinner, but he like wanted to pay for it so badly, you know. And he said, "No, nah, man, I'm down here, and like, you know, we're we're working with your guys, and you're taking good care of us." No, nah, man, you drove down. This is a big deal. This is mine and Jeff's high school that we went to, and it's, it's important to us. And like, we we've wanted to have this match with you guys for a long time. Now, thank you. Thank you. But he, he was so, he said, no, nah, let me get it, man. Let me get it. And I had to sneak and pay the bill eventually, but both, both those guys, sweethearts. And, and there's so many moments from that conversation where it was myself and, and Jay and Mark just sitting back eating at pick and pig in Carthage, North Carolina, that I, that I really cherish. That was one of the times I really got to spend, you know, 45 minutes or an hour just kind of shooting the shit with them and talking about life, not wrestling, but just talking about life and existence and, you know, dreams and goals and family and kids and, uh, my aspiration to have kids at that time, you know, I, I was married obviously, but it was right before we, we had Maxwell. So uh, th- that was a, a great memory in my mind of the Briscoes. That was April 26, 2014. And I actually put this on social media. If you have not watched this match, it is available on YouTube in full. Go out yeah. of your way to watch this match because this is such a fun Hardy boys match that I don't think I'd ever seen it in full until I watched it last night as we taped this here. What a better example of the dynamic that the Briscoes brought as heels, as a tag team, right? in that match where you guys are obviously super over as the baby faces, you're the hometown heroes there in Cameron, North Carolina. And uh, the story you tell is that Jeff is hurt on the outside and you're taking all the heat from the Briscoes. Jeff is removed from ringside and all of a sudden will the wisp shows up 
and he puts the umbrella to the Briscoes, and then Willow disappears, and then Jeff comes back out, and the Hardy Boys ultimately win the match. Maybe at some point we'll do a long-form watch-along of this, because it was a fantastic match. And what stuck out to me, Matt, and I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this, was how good Jay was at getting the heat on you. I mean, he was the one taking the boots to you, and I think this was the picture you posted to social media when you uh, posted about the match, and or about yeah. Jay, rather, and uh, it was just fantastic. Well, you know, we, we had been feuding in, in ROH coming up to that, and we, we had established that we had a hatred for one another, but then we were obviously at, at Union Ponds, you know, the high school myself and Jeff went to, so it swapped, you know. I was now the, the baby face, and, and he was the hill, so we, we still had that, and it, it had been built pretty strong that we – we definitely didn't like one another. And, and then we just were able to parlay that into switching the roles in the match. And, and they did their job. Well, I, I'll never forget that was, so this is uh one of Jeff's first time meeting these guys and ever actually interacting with them a lot. And I remember he'd had that idea about doing the Willow thing. Cause we had, had done that a little bit and he'd done some Willow TNA at the time. And I remember he's like, well, yeah, man, I know you guys are like, you know, you know, you, you're pretty serious whenever you wrestle and pretty straightforward. You cool if we do this? I'm hurt and I come back out as Willow and do whatever. And I, I just remember, but they would say, hell yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, let's do that. Whatever you want to do. We are down. And Jeff said, well, are you okay if I, you know, hit you with the umbrella? And I remember Jay, Jay said, beat the shit out of me, man. He says, just an umbrella. Beat the fuck out of me, man. He said, nail me. And he was just so, so down for it, man. And and just a, a great attitude. And, and once again, just kind of changed the pace because we put – uh, some entertainment aspect in that match. I mean, it was a very solid match from uh, an in-ring work perspective as well, but also there was a lot of great entertainment in that match. And I, I really cherish that match and, and I treasure it. I want to take a time out here, guys, real quick, just to remind you that with the new year comes new opportunities and Manscaped has got you covered with one of the biggest opportunities of all of 2023, because I got some breaking news. Manscaped is now selling beard products. That's right. Once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard and everything that comes with it. Now you can finally use Manscaped's products to make your drapes match your carpet just by going to manscaped.com and using that promo code HARDY for 20% off and free shipping. And this is something very personal to me. Because for most of my TV news career, not most of it, all of my TV news career, I was not allowed to have facial hair. I was not allowed to have a beard, mustache, you name it, I couldn't have it. It upset me quite a bit. But thankfully, once I got out of TV news, I was like, all right, time to start growing out some facial hair. I want a little scruff. I don't want this big, burly beard. I just want a little bit of scruff. Now, I wish that I had had the beard hedger. Because had I had it, I wouldn't have had to spend months trying to find the right electric groomer that worked for me. Because every single one that I tried, it would just end up so patchy. But now that I have, as Matt Hardy would say, the hedger of beards, I am in a good place. Because it's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard. So say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First of all, it is a cordless trimmer that has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 positions of precision all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons, which believe me, I've got stacking up in my bathroom right now. This face grooming 
technique doesn't need to be hard. Just get 20 different lengths in one safeguard. It's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. And the blade is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Now, the Pro Kit doesn't end there, though. They've created four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. This is impressive stuff. There's the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember all your hair is different. Your beard hair is more coarse and easier to damage than that luscious flow that you might have on the top of your head. That's why this kit has made shampoo and conditioner specifically designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replace natural oils and promote beard health. The kit also has something called beard oil, an essential piece for your Main facial accessory. No one wants a guy whose beard is brittle and dry. The oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding a little shimmer and shine, a little shake and bake to make you look extra fine. And you cap it off with the beard bomb. This helps you shape, style, moisturize, and tame for a sculpted look to attract any fellows or dames. And it comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure that your beard is ready to impress. Have I sold you enough on this? Well, if not, let me remind you of this. You can get 20% off and free shipping with that promo code HARDY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code HARDY. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Hey guys, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Need to call a timeout real quick here. I wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my world listeners for a while now. It's about all the incredible things happening over on adfreeshows.com. We're joined by wrestling royalty as David Crockett takes us month by month through Jim Crockett Promotions booking logs. David and Conrad dive into the towns, matches, and money of JCP in January 1985 on The Book. Uh, Charlotte is really the home of Jim Crockett promotions. Is it not? It is. Yes. It's the home. Uh, the thing is the Greensboro was always the home of Starcade. Any, yes. you know, that the, the bigger matches we would take to Greensboro. Main reason is over the whole area, we had more population and road systems going to Greensboro than we did Charlotte. We look back on the Turner years with the men who lived them. For the first time ever, JR, Eric, and Tony sit down with a couple of drinks and share stories like you've never heard before on the Ad Free Show's exclusive After Hours. Well, in 1905, I had a regular size growing up refrigerator. I was a grown up man. Uh, and I had a washer and dryer. Shazam! And they were, they were moved from, by Turner from uh, Texas to Atlanta. They told me we're gonna put them in storage while you stay at such and such hotel downtown. Chat one-on-one with the Podfather, an extension of the popular Ask Conrad Mailbag series. Conrad talks live with ad-free shows members, answering their questions about wrestling, mortgages, and everything in between. I appreciate you saying that. I feel the same way. You know, I've I've met a lot of great people through here, and um, you know, we all have something in common, and, and that's our love of wrestling and our inability to just. Um, let it go. You know, we, we all have this insatiable thirst and quest for more, and we want to learn sure. more and be more involved. And I think it's cool that we all really, for lack of a better word, share a passion like that. And as a result, 
Man, we can have a lot of fun together. Hey, that's just a small taste of what Ad-Free Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk, getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why Ad-Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. That's right. Sign up today at adfreeshows.com. What great sellers they were as a tag team. It just they they had such a unique look physically they have such a oh, unique yeah. look where you could go two different ways on the spectrum with it you could say they're those country loving baby faces at the end of the day that you just you're enamored with or they look like two country guys that have no business being in a wrestling ring and why do they even belong there and get all the heat on them that was the beauty of the dynamic of the briscoes and it was so well put on display in that match, man. Th- that was different too because I've watched a lot of Hardy Boys matches, and not often is Jeff the one getting the hot tag. It's usually <laughs> you getting the hot tag. So seeing Jeff get the hot tag there and seeing them flip and fly all over for him, I thought they made Jeff look so great in that spot. Yes, they they, they they really did, and 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 we just. We figured that was the, the best way to tell our story because, you know, myself and Jay and, and the Briscoes, we had history. So we, we kind of tried to focus the match on that. Mm-hmm. And because I was the babyface, then we were going to lean on to Jeff to, to, to be the savior of the day. Yeah, I loved how it was thrown together. Go ahead and hit up YouTube. Check this match out in full. Uh, really uh, just one of those great examples. And and the beauty is it's it's a fantastic tag team match, but it's probably even the Briscoes those top 100 matches because that's how damn good they were they were just so damn good matt hardy um and that's one of the elements of this that really sucks too and obviously far less tragic than the loss of life but uh you know we we see the end of one of the greatest tag team acts of this generation and uh, just i i think if there's a time to give them flowers as a tag team uh, now would be that time you mentioned that trilogy they had with FTR and on our Hardy Awards episode, which you can find in the ExtremeHardy.com archives. You mm-hmm. said that you thought the do- double dog collar match was one of the greatest tag matches you've ever seen. It, without a doubt. I mean, it, it was it was stellar. Uh, it was a, an instant classic and uh, just, just so proud of those guys. And, and that's another thing that is heartbreaking to me. I, I, I mean, Jay was so committed to his craft and he sacrificed – so much physically, you know, for his body. We, we all do. And he has sacrificed so much and he loves what he does so much. And, and he loves doing it because it allows him to provide a, a nice life for his family. And they were just at that point where they were about to, you know, get over the old heat that Jay had and they were going to be established. They were going to be the ring of honor tag champs and, and have this amazing run. And just, it ends. Once they were in a great position to have the best gig of their lives, and I mean, and obviously Mark, Mark still does, but 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 Jay had worked so hard for that, and he was in a position to really provide for his family and have the greatest opportunity he has had. And uh, tragically, his life ends. What made Jay Briscoe such a great wrestler? A, a lot of it was just his believability. He he was he he was so. I mean, when you stood across from him in the ring. There was no like winking and smiling. I mean, he, he came a hundred percent in whatever he was doing. 
And he did. He looked like an authentic gangsta badass in every way believable and possible. His face, his eyes, his, 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 his mouth, everything told a story, you know, from his facial reactions. And then his work was just was, was stellar. And it, it was just pristine, mint. Everything he did, he did it so crisply. He did it explosively. And he was he was very safe. He was very good to work with. Uh, you could trust him. And his stuff just looked great and authentic. When you put together a combination of someone who is ultra believable as a character and ultra believable as a worker, it's always a winning combination. And Jay, Jay did that almost better than anybody. And more than that, he just was a great freaking pro wrestler bell to bell. Like, aside from the intangibles, oh, he's believable. The dude could freaking go. I sent you that clip of oh Jay God. and Mark wrestling when they were 18. I got blown up watching it. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I think they were 18 and 19 years old at the time, or maybe 17 and 18. And they're both in, like, almost borderline amateur wrestling attire. Yeah. It's early Ring of Honor. And they're there 17, 18 years old doing stuff that not many people were doing at that time in pro wrestling. And they were so instrumental to getting Ring of Honor elevated as a platform. When you're watching that clip, and, and I'll share it from the podcast account if I haven't already at this point, what was going through your head? Because I watched it, I was like, man, this, this reminds me of like old Omega with man Jeff Hardy just going at it. It, it. it really does. I mean, they were just going balls to the wall, going nuts. I mean, and that's exactly what we did, you know, especially back in the day. We would just go nuts. We would do everything. There, we we didn't have any kind of any any kind of throttle. We didn't have a uh, a low gear. It was high gear for everything, and that's what they were doing in that clip. And it really was. It was incredible, and it was very reminiscent of of old school parties and Omega stuff. What was their dynamic as brothers? Great. Uh, always, you know, always on the same page. Uh, they very much had their roles down to a science. You know, Jay was the badass. Mark was the funny guy who threw in some comedic elements always. And that, that Jeff loved that stuff. Uh, they, they were, they were on the same page, both great workers, both great guys, both very safe, very pleasant to work with, very open-minded to work with. Um, and I mean, I, their, their track record and, you know, you look back at their resume and it, and it really speaks for themselves, it speaks for itself. Look at, look at how many great matches they've had with so many different teams over the years. I know the young bucks, young bucks love those guys to death. You know, FTR obviously love those guys to death. I mean, there, there's nobody who has worked with them that doesn't love those guys to death. I mean, that that they were just so likable and so lovable. And you knew if you were going to be wrestling against Jay and Mark, it was going to be a good night at the office. One thing I've been seeing on social media in the aftermath of this is how selfless of a worker he was. Is there anything you can share with us maybe in regards to how a match was put together with him or anything of that nature? Yeah. I mean, always, I, I know anytime we worked with those guys uh, and they're just saying, okay, well, you know, the Hardys are over or whatever. I mean, yeah, take it on whoever. I mean, neither one of them cared. There was never like, Jay was never like, well, you know, I was a, a world champion at one point. Maybe you should get it on my brother, you know, just so I look strong. He's like, yeah, take it on whoever. I mean, very selfless. He didn't care. He was just doing what was better for the greater good of the match, which is, is, is something I respect. It's something I've tried to do in my career. You know, whatever is, is best for the big picture, whatever makes sense in the greater good, in the context of the match you're doing, let's do that. It doesn't really make a difference who who pins who or who gets pinned because at the end of the day, we're, we're telling a story and we're entertaining people. 
So they, they definitely got that. They certainly did. And I was talking to um, a friend of mine that worked with them in House of Glory, a promotion you're very familiar with. Mm-hmm. And they had worked recently with a team called The Main Event, which I think I've even brought them up to you before. They're, they're incredible. Yep. And um, I guess the instructions from above had been Briscoes are going over strong. You don't really have to go out of your way to put any shine on main event. And I was told that Jay specifically was like, no, we're going to do everything we can to maximize these guys because you know, they haven't broken through to that next level yet, this tag team. Right. And he felt that he could lend his street cred to them and yeah. by giving them a really competitive match that it would enhance their presentation to the audience. Does that track with the type of guy that you knew Jay to be? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely on brand for Jay Briscoe. Yeah. I think if you watch Briscoe's matches, you, you would see how they would try to elevate every opponent they were in. I mean, even I was just going back and watching some stuff with you and not that you and Jeff ever needed any elevating, <laughs> quite frankly, but seeing the matches that you had with them uh, in Ring of Honor specifically, man, especially yeah. as you and Jeff were on that last run there in Ring of Honor. Right. I mean, how much did they elevate you while you guys were super hot doing the broken stuff? I mean, they, they, they did, they, they kept us hot, especially during that time. You know, we did the whole ROH deal. And once again, I'll tip my cap to triple H. He was cool with that. Whenever we talked to him, I said, I think this is a good smoke screen to, uh, you know, make people think we're going to end up signing with ring of honor for a while that we're not returning to WWE and, and triple H was down with it. And just, we had a month there and we knew we obviously popped up. I'll never forget too. When we showed up to win the belts, for the Bucks in a surprise at the end of the match, you know, I don't think a final battle uh, and actually challenged, you know, or made a statement. I popped up on the screen after the Bucks Briscoes match, the Bucks had just beat the, the Briscoes. And that's when we were doing, you know, the greatest tag team in all of space and time. And just, they, they snuck us in that day and we went back to the locker room where the Bucks were to try and put things together. And I remember the Briscoes snuck in there and said, Oh man, we knew you're here. Big hugs. And just good to see him, you know, a nice little family reunion. It's always, always like that in, in pro wrestling. And, uh, the the uh, Jesus Christ, I just got. What was I actually talking about? I lost my point there because I started. You were talking about leading up to the Briscoes match in March of 2017. Yes, yes, yes. So, so we were coming in and uh, we we're going to be winning the belts from the Bucks. We knew we were going to be dropping the, the the belts to the Bucks, but just in that in that interim time, in the meantime, we needed someone to also help us to try and stay over or you know stay as credible as possible. And, and the Briscoes were there for us, and we got to have that little half-assed program with them in between the things with the Bucks and uh, two guys that we loved working with who we'd obviously worked with a, a couple times before. And it was great that Jeff and I actually got to have a, a great competitive match with them on ROH TV. And, and once again, it just, just kept us credible. It kept us looking strong as a tag team and it, and it kept a lot of momentum and uh, kept a lot of, uh, a lot of buzz behind us at that time. One of the craziest bumps you ever took was suplex off that ladder through a table, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was, that was crazy too. And, and it was, uh, I remember a, a bump or two before that, I'd kind of like rock myself a little bit where it's like, Whoa. So we got up there and I said, Jay's like, you good. I said, yeah, I'm good. But he did. He yeeted me over and he made sure that I got all the way over and flat. <laughs> He's, he was strong as hell too, man. Yeah. But it, it was great. And I was, I was very, very proud of that match, you know, that myself and Mike Bennett had against the Briscoes, especially on the, the first ever pay-per-view. And I was having a lot of fun doing the things I was doing because I was, you know, that 
uh, I, I'm better than you. I'm a big time WWE superstar. You guys are lucky. I'm even sharing the same oxygen as you. I'm getting in your same ring, man. What a blast it was working yeah. with, uh, with the, the Briscoes. And it, it was what a cool honor to be on their first ever pay-per-view. That was ROH best in the world. 2014. Yes. You guys at the Nashville fairgrounds. Yeah. You and Mike Bennett face the Briscoes in a no DQ match. And Matt takes the, table bump of doom off a ladder man it was, it was, ladder too. it was like a 14 foot tall ladder man holy shit it was it was it was high how much trust does there have to be between you and the guy giving you that move in that moment a, a lot i mean you 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 definitely have to trust the guy I'll, I'll never forget i mean rick flair particularly came to me whenever we did the money in the bank match and just said hey i want you to suplex me off the ladder you know, I'm a le- I'm a legacy guy. I've got to do something great for my legacy in this match. And I know you've been in every all these ladder matches, and you kind of invented the shit. I want you to suplex me off, which was the biggest honor ever, right, for Ric Flair to come to you and ask you to do that to him. But I remember that was one of my first thoughts in in doing that match because we were talking about we had a table and we had some mm-hmm. toys and whatnot, and I was just like, dude, this should be the deal, Jay. Like, I've been a thorn in your side for so long. Like, you know, beat 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 me and take it on me at the end of this thing. That, that'll that'll mean the most more than anything. And, yeah, you, you do have to trust someone, especially when you're that high. Because once again, if something goes awry and that guy makes some kind of mistake, it's very easily tragic and someone's going to get hurt very badly. So, yeah, you do, do have to trust someone who you do that with. And I had all the trust in the world in Jay Briscoe. He was always extremely safe. There's so many times he gave me moves that could have been dangerous, but he always took care of me. Well, Matt, let's step aside here for a quick second just to remind you about our partners at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Every single week, we're encouraging you to go to jimmysfamousseafood.com where you can get free two-day nationwide shipping on orders over $125, excluding steamed crabs and fresh items. And all you got to do is use that promo code HARDY just to get that. We're talking Maryland crab cakes, soups, chowders, oysters, signature steaks, desserts, and gluten-free items galore. I got my 30th birthday coming up next week, and you bet you're behind that I went over to jimmysfamousseafood.com, used that promo code HARDY, and ordered me one of their fine packages. I specifically went for the Triple D package because Guy Fieri's endorsing it. You know that I am all about it. They also have the tailgate bundle with two pounds of wings, a full rack of barbecue ribs, a pint of crab dip, and crab cake mix, which is perfect for when my New York Giants get to step up and beat the Philadelphia Eagles this coming week. I'm very excited about it. Once again, that's jimmysfamousseafood.com. Shipping food nationwide and inquire free two-day nationwide shipping on orders over $125, excluding steamed crabs and fresh items by using the promo code HARDY. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, at Supercard of Honor 7, he faced Kevin Steen now knows Kevin Owens for the Ring of Honor world title at the Hammerstein Ballroom. You were on that show. You and Adam Cole faced uh, Matt Taven. And uh, it was one of the more emotional main events in Ring of Honor history. Jay Briscoe is one of those true homegrown guys. 
winning the Ring of Honor world title. I watched the clip back last night, and Kevin Kelly just loses his mind ringside. Their family's there. What do you remember from that night? I remember thinking that was a cool deal. Uh, I was actually kind of in the midst of the the story with Kevin Steen. And if, if I'm not mistaken, that that's the match where I came in and I was going to to twist Jay. And then whenever I turned around, Kevin stopped me and threw me out of the ring, right? Is I believe that, so. Yeah. Uh, and, and that ultimately led over the next couple of weeks of television to the scum. I ended up kind of taking them over and we turned on Kevin and kicked him out and he became a, a big baby face. But considering Jay was like, a tag team guy and an iconic tag team with his brother to see his work be rewarded and his hard work and blood and sweat and tears be rewarded with the uh, ROH world title was a very cool thing to see. And I remember everybody on the roster was happy for him. The crowd went nuts. The crowd was so happy for him. And he was a guy who, who, who totally deserved it. And I was uh, glad to have even played a little role in that match and, and, and been a part of it. So, Kudos to, to Ring of Honor for making Jay Briscoe the champion. He was absolutely deserving. And you would go on to, as you alluded to, you know, you were feuding with him. You had a match with him on June 23rd, 2013, mm -hmm. for the Ring of Honor world title in Baltimore, Maryland. Do you have any recollections of that championship match? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I remember, too, the – I want to say it was uh, a night or two before we had the pay-per-view where I wrestled Kevin Steen. And we had some sort of uh, anything goes match, whatever. And I ended up beating Kevin to earn the shot against Jay coming up at, at TV's following that. And uh, when the show was off, actually, there was a point where Jay Briscoe came out and that's where he went into. I was kind of initially when I was doing like the better than you, I have money. I'm a huge WWE star, whatever, you know, you don't deserve a share ring with me. And uh, he came out and did a promo and I was going by the iconic Matt Hardy at that time. He said, Oh, look at you big money, Matt. And I've said this before on the podcast, but Jay Briscoe is the one who coined big money, Matt. Uh, and and that, that's where it started right there. And it's like, Holy shit, that sounds really good. But that's totally like something he'd say, like, you know, just like spitting, spitting a promo. Their promos were so unique. So yeah. unique. Uh, Almost at times non sequitur, but that was part of the charm yes. of the Briscoes. Yes. How did their promos add intensity to their feuds and their matches? I mean, they, they were just they were very real. I mean, when you heard when you heard these guys speaking, I don't think it came off like a wrestling promo. It came off like two guys that like wanted to whip your ass, which I, I think sells tickets. I, I I think they were just so believable, so credible, especially Jay. You know, when he'd get in there and he'd start spitting shit, you know, and, and do his promos and he'd be locked in and he has the eyes and the camera, you know, getting close. So good, man. He's such a such a just the coolest badass alive is how Jay Briscoe came off to me as a character. And his promos were just on the money. When you heard someone, it sounded like this guy's legitimately going to try and rip this guy apart when he gets him in the ring. I mean, he was so believable, so credible when he spoke. I think that the Briscoes are just as important as the Young Bucks. I'd even throw probably like Kazarian and Daniels in that conversation. Maybe one or two others for that group of tag teams in the early 2010s that really rejuvenated and laid the groundwork for this era of tag team wrestling. Right. What do you think their contributions were in that sense, in the context of that arena? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they were pioneers of a tag team division. You know, when the style was constantly changing, you know, the, these guys, they, they could also go out and they could like wrestle great scientifically. You know, if you need to go out and wrestle scientifically, they could. Uh, they could do all the fundamental wrestling. They could do the high flying. They could do the hardcore. Stuff. I mean, they were they were very well versed in everything, and and they were just great at everything. Um, if they were singles, they were great in those roles. I mean, whenever they had matches against each other, they would beat the shit out of one another. You know, they had great matches when they they went one on one with one another. But I I think their legacy as almost being like the the foundation for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Division. I I. I I don't think it's too big of a statement to say that they were. They were the foundation of Ring of Honor's tag team division. They were multiple-time champs. I feel like they're associated with Ring of Honor, you know, almost more than anybody else is. When you think about the Briscoes, I think you immediately think about Ring of Honor. You think about all the great stuff, all the great matches they had. And I think those guys were trailblazers for tag teams in the 2010s. Yeah. I I think it goes beyond Ring of Honor, honestly, Matt. I I think that that style that they played into when you throw in guys like the Bucks, like I said, the Kazarian and Daniels, like those types, the SCU, if you will, like yep. that was such a trailblazing is a good word, but influential style that carried over to the Indies. And it taught an entire generation, much like how, you and Jeff and your guys yeah. taught the generation that the Briscoes and the Young Bucks came up with. It laid the foundation for, hey, this is a pattern. This is a style that you can lean into for your work. And that, in turn, I almost feel like leveraged itself into what we see today with AEW and NXT and that popular mainstream style. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they did lay out uh, an incredibly successful formula for other tag teams going forward, you know, in the, in the 2010s. And, and, and you're right. I do agree with that. I just, I feel like when, you know, someone says to you, okay, I'm going to give you a, a company to who you think about when you say ring of honor, Briscoe's is always going to be one of the, the top names. Briscoes and young bucks. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think it's amazing and a credit to what you were talking about, their versatility, that their two greatest opponents are probably the young bucks and FTR who could not be more different. Right. Right, 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 right. What a great testament to the quality and caliber of workers at Mark and Jay Briscoe. Great. Uh, It just it shows the versatility. Yeah. Let's take a quick pause here, Matt Hardy, and thank our friends over at Athletic Greens for sponsoring the extreme life of Matt Hardy, especially with AG1. AG1 is Matt Hardy's favorite. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. And guys, I'm turning 30 next week. You know, you know that I'm taking my AG1s to try to at least make me feel a little bit younger because it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. And I'm all about that because I've been trying to drop like 15 pounds for this new year, and AG1 is the first step in making that possible because tons of people, they take different supplements different vitamins fat burners whatever it may be it's important to choose one though 
with high quality ingredients that your body's actually going to absorb. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big time benefits. One thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And it's time to finally reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. And that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five Cinco, five Cinco, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash hardy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash hardy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What do you think about Mark Briscoe? Obviously a, a huge tragedy here. Uh, just losing a brother, losing your tag team partner, losing someone that was thick and thin with you there on the road over the years. Yeah. Uh, what kind of words do you have to offer for him? Uh, I, I can't imagine what he's going through. Um, it, it's it's so funny. I was speaking to, to people this morning already. and actually just got his information. I sent him a text just to let him know that I love him and I'm thinking about him and I'm so sorry. And just, you know, my thoughts are with him and his family. If there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. Um, because J- Jay was always kind of like the the Matt Hardy of the Briscoes. Uh, there were so many people. Some someone just told me today that uh, uh, Tony Tony Khan had asked to get Mark's number. He said uh, every time I contact him, it's through Jay, and that's how it was too. I just had Jay's number. <laughs> I didn't even have Mark's number. Um, but I, I just I, being in the same situation with the blood brother who I've done this with for my entire life. Like I can't imagine what he's feeling losing his brother. And uh, I, ju- I just want to say to Mark, I love you and I'm thinking about you and uh, I-, I can't wait to see you and-, and give you a big hug again. And I just, I, I hope for Mark and the remainder of their, their family's sake, that they can all move on from this. As hard as that sounds, I mean, that's, that's what we have to do in life. I mean, when, when bad things happen, there's still, so many other kids, there's so many other things they have to take care of. And I just hope that family can come together and be stronger than ever. And everyone can, can get through this. And, you know, we're always going to love Jay, you know, but like, I just, I, I hope they can be okay and, and move forward. I hope Mark can be okay and, and, and move forward. And, and something I've seen online too, that people, when tragedy happens, you just, you need to try to keep things into perspective what happens with the Ring of Honor tag belts is not important. If right. Mark Briscoe ever wrestles again is not important. Right. right. Now. What's important is how he's is able to navigate this incredibly personal tragedy at the yes. end of the day. And I, I ask people who sometimes in that wrestling bubble, you get so caught up in just all the different things. And I, and I get it. I get it. Try to put the human first here. Yes. Try to think about that stuff. And I asked you about Mark because, like you just said, you, you've been through it on the road with your brother. You've seen your brother at absolute ground zero and questionable as to what his path forward would be. Um, how much does a situation like this put your relationship with Jeff in perspective for you? Uh, I mean, it does. I mean, like, one of the first texts I saw whenever I woke up from napping and, and heard this just awful news was from Jeff. And he just said, Hey, I just, I don't know if you'd heard about Jay Briscoe. I hope you get to where you're getting tonight safely. I love you. 
and uh, I hope you're good. You know, and that's just that's it's important. It's very important to tell people that you love that you love them because you you never know when your last day could be. I mean, it's just life is so precious and life is is so short in the big scheme of things. You know, I I, I it hits me especially hard because I think about my relationship with my kids and, and just how important it is for me to, to see them through. And like, I, I want to see them grow up and I want to see them be happy and successful. And that's so important to me. And I know it was the Jay as well. And, and I just, I, I, I hope I have no idea what happens when you die, but I hope he is able to look down and, and still keep an eye on his kids and, and, and see what happens to them. You know, who knows, but just that was heartbreaking to me. Because I know it was important for him to see all his kids grow up and see them live life and succeed and become adults. And that's so important to me. And I, I can't imagine. I mean, that, that, that crushes me. It's devastating to think that would be taken away from me. And it's just a sad reality of this world. It can happen at any time. So you, you have to live every day like it's your last because in theory it could be. I mean, that's a especially for me, I'm the ultimate optimist. That's a bit of a pessimistic view in some ways, but it's just, it's just one of the cruel realities of life. You never know what the next day presents. You know, you never know, man, you have to, you have to cherish and, and love every minute of your life, every day of your life, every hour of your life, every week of your life. And especially when you have kids, cause they, they, they change so quickly. And I try and be present in, in the moment with my kids at all times but there's a lot of times I'll think like if I wasn't here for my kids to, to see them get older, that, that would, that would, that would crush me. That, that would, that would destroy me. And uh, that's what just makes me so sad for Jay and his wife and, and their family. And I just can't extend our sympathies and not just sympathies, yeah. our empathy enough and compassion enough to Ashley Jay's wife, who now has to navigate life not just without her partner, but I mean, two of her kids just were in this tragic accident that, you know, right now they're both hanging on and, and yeah. they have a really big road ahead of them, the two of them. And yes. uh, just sending all of our thoughts and, and love and condolences to Ashley and the rest of their family for that. Um, just, I mean, it's true, Matt, but I'm behind every great man is is an even stronger woman in a lot of cases and yes you know that firsthand more, more than anybody and yes. just uh, the genuine sympathy and, and empathy from us to ashley and the rest of the family uh, there, there's something i did want to bring up and you you kind of started alluding to it there and something you and i were talking about privately yesterday uh, i think we need to get in a habit of celebrating people while they're with us rather than when they're gone. Yes. And too many times do we say, man, I wish I told that person what I thought about them or yeah. how much I cared about them. Uh, does that, does something like this make you reevaluate something like that a little bit? Absolutely. And, 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 and I really think we do like, I feel like social media, you know, is, I, I said this so many years ago when it first started, you know, the greatest thing about social media, it gives everyone a voice. Worst thing about social media, it gives everyone a voice. 
but just so many people have been irresponsible, I think, with social media. You know, when it, when, you know, they're, they're just, just imagine if everyone in life knew everything you've done right or wrong. Like, if you could be criticized for anything, like, you know, people w- would never stop being on you, you know, ever. And, and just we have to remember, especially people that are in, you know, the public eye, you know, that make a mistake. You, you, you have to you have to believe that people can change, especially when they're showing a strong effort and, and they're trying to change and, and, and you're seeing they change. You, you, you have to grow to accept that. And when people do great things, when when they succeed, when, when, when they do things that are amazing. Yes, let's let's reward them for that. Let's praise them for that. You know, while they're here. You know, it's it's really easy to to pick something out about someone and then be judgmental about them or, you know, hold a grudge about them because you have some sort of personal difference. I mean, that's just way too big of a problem in, in the world in general. I really wish people had been celebrating the Briscoes their entire run, their entire career, because they've done so many amazing, groundbreaking things. And they've been so consistent at what they have done for so, so long. So great. And um that, that's something I would like to see change and, and something I would like to see change specifically for, for wrestling, because I'm, I'm part of this industry is that we don't wait until someone dies until we acknowledge how great they were, or we honor them. Let's, let's honor them while, they, while they're alive. Hell man, I, I honor Sting every single day. I see him, you know, it's, it's just unreal. You know, he is someone legitimately, you know, I, I grew up watching before I ever got involved in, in, in the business and like him still doing it. I just, I, I can't say enough good things about him, not only as a performer, but as, as a human being. And uh, I remember when this whole thing went down, I remember when the Briscoes came to AW to meet with Tony after the whole Ring of Honor sale, and they were talking to him, they were trying to work things out. And I, I remember speaking with Tony about him, speaking with the Bucks. I know both myself and, and the Bucks, we really had great things to say about the Briscoes. We wanted them to get an opportunity, and, and lo and behold, I'm very glad that they did. And it's, it's just sad they never got to live out and maximize that opportunity that they are getting now with AEW slash ROH. I, uh, I, I, I really want culture in, in general, mankind. I, I want them to take people who have done really incredible things and accomplished incredible feats. Let's honor them while they're alive. Mm-hmm. Let's give them their flowers. Then let's not wait until they're gone. Like, I hate that that so many people become cherished and beloved after they die. That's too late. I mean, let's let, let's let's try and be responsible. Let's try and give people their flowers and show them that love and cherish them while they're here, actively doing great things. And even if they're not a sports legend or whatever, it could be your best friend. It could be your cousin. It could be a Yes. Acquaintance. Yes. And and I, I should have clarified that. I mean, that, that goes just that that's why I even threw that in is like mankind. I just human beings, it, it, it doesn't cost you anything to be nice to someone else. And uh, we're very much on the same page when it comes to this, John. Uh, I, I would much rather be be kind to someone than be critical of someone, especially if they are deserving of that kindness. You also don't know what someone has gone through. You don't know 
what, what they're, they're going through. Everybody's going through, through stuff. Through, right. So I think our natural instinct as human beings sometimes is to be critical. And it's understandable. It is because we all have our own viewpoint on stuff. Right? But and, and I'm guilty of this myself. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and just say, OK, let me try to understand. Let me try to put myself in their shoes and let me see how I can be constructive and reinforcing. And, and I said this on Twitter, but I, but I sent it to you as well. It's great to tell someone that you love them. That's awesome. We should absolutely be doing more of that. Yes. But I also think it's super important to tell people that you're proud of them. Tell them that you appreciate them. Those yeah. little things go such a long way. It, to me, it is one of the greatest compliments I can ever get when someone tells me they appreciated something I did. Mm-hmm. That that because it, it shows me, okay, John, the work you put in, what you did was worth it. And to it, was, that. it was noticed. It was noticed, right? Not that I need this constant pat on the back, but it just it expresses, you know, what I as a human being appreciated your efforts. And, and I think one of the greatest compliments you can give someone, and you, I'm sure you do it with your kids all the time, is telling them how proud you are of yes. them. If Wolfie comes out and just just kills it during his uh, jujitsu session, I'm sure right. you tell him you're proud of him. And it goes a long way. Yes. So. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, and I feel like that's a one of the most important building blocks as a parent, you know, to, to make sure your children know that they feel loved and appreciated and respected and just, and being proud of them. I mean, that, that motivates them more than anything else. You know, it's, it's very strange, you know, probably it's a lot easier for me to give to my kids because I realized I was neglected from a lot of it when I was younger. I mean, my mom was there, but my mom died young. She was the one who was very emotional, very loving saying, I love you, son. Uh, I'm proud of you, son. Our dad was just, just a provider more than anything. He was going to make sure that we had clothes on our back, that we had uh, enough money to get lunch at school. And, you know, he was going to provide for us, you know, but he wasn't the emotional type that would say, you know, I, I love you or, you know, um, I'm so proud of you for doing this. That just wasn't his deal. He was a provider. That's just that's just who he was. And I accept that. And just as time went on and we could parlay to him how much we appreciated that he raised us as a single parent and and he made sure that we did have a roof over our head. We had clothes on our back. We had, you know, food on our table. Once we made it in wrestling, like he, that, that all changed for him. He became so much more emphatic and, and he would say, I'm, I'm so proud of you guys. And he was like our biggest fan. And, and it really goes to show how people almost have to be given that, or they have to receive that to kind of understand how it works sometimes. And, and, and I think that's one of the greatest gifts you can give someone, especially someone that you truly love. I think just just being compassionate and, and letting you know how proud of them you are and how much you respect them and and how they how they're trying to do good. I, I think that that motivates people to, to be better. I think it's very important that we share that. And, and more often than not, that that doesn't happen enough in this day and age. I was I was going to save this till next week, but I may as well put it out there now. So uh, next week is my 30th birthday. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to have uh, a little fundraiser I'm going to be doing for a mental health charity. But aside from that, if you can't donate, I'm going to put this out there now. I want you to spend every day the next week telling one person that you're proud of them for something. doesn't yeah. matter who. I don't care who. It could be your mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, stranger, friend, acquaintance, colleague. I don't care who. 
Tell them you're proud of them for something. And you'll be amazed how good that will make them feel. And perhaps even more importantly, how good that will make you feel in the process. Um, so that's my little challenge to everyone out there for the next week. Think about that. Great. That's and, great. And, and I think it's just a, a good way to spread a little something nice. Um, because there are so many people that I wish that I told them that I was proud of them before something happened. And yes. I'm sure we've all been there in, yeah. in some capacity, especially in the industry that you're in where premature death is unfortunately something that is far too common. And this is an outlier circumstance, obviously, but uh, it's just far too common. So I, I hope people heed that word. Um, I don't really know where else we can go here, Matt, or, or what else you have to say about Jay or the Briscoes or their legacy, but is there anything you would like to add to his family, his friends about Jay, anything in that regard? Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I'd like to add, I started scrolling back uh, yesterday and I was looking through our final text conversations. And, and as I've gotten older, that's one of the, the creepiest things. Someone you're legitimately a friend with, you never know when it's going to be that last text. And it's so eerie looking back to think that that person is, is no longer with you. So just please, please try and be as, as pleasant as you can to everyone and, and cherish every day, every opportunity with people cherish every day you're alive and healthy. It's, it's so important. I can't, I can't, I can't say that enough. Just please try not to take it for granted because life really is short. Um, fun story I was going to say is like once these guys did get signed, uh, the Briscoes got signed to AW slash Ring of Honor. Um, when Jeff and I were doing our return loop, everybody, like so, so many promoters wanted to book Matt and Jeff versus the Briscoes, right? So that match was coming all around. And I knew they'd sign deals with TNA. I uh, got to have a conversation with Tony and Tony Khan. And I said, hey, Tony, like there's a, I, I know the Briscoes are here. And I would imagine now that Jeff is, is here too, you, you, would like to do this match at some point down the road. So, so many people are trying to book us for Indies. Would you rather us not do it? And he's like, Oh yeah, I'd rather you not do it if, if, if possible. Um, I, I would rather do that here. And we all four talked about that, about yeah. how excited we were to, to have that match again. And uh, it's very sad that it, it isn't going to happen, but uh, the, every promoter, they, <laughs> they were trying to do that. that that's why the, the very first show we booked, they kind of just, initially did it on their own Hardy's versus briscoes and it's like uh, i don't know i mean i have to check with my day job first and foremost because tony khan takes great care of me so i'm i'm i'm, I'm not screwing over tk and uh they they ended up changing it where the briscoes had to wrestle the sat to see who would have the opportunity to challenge mm -hmm. the hardys on that show so that's that's why that that show happened in such a weird fashion it was initially going to be us and the briscoes but we were trying to save that match for aw slash ring of honor television it is sad that it didn't happen again, but you got to be grateful that it even happened in the first place. A hundred percent, man. I am. I'm so grateful. So grateful for that match. We had Union Ponds as, uh, you know, I thought I was gonna have to fist fight Jay over paying their, their bill at, 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 at pick and pig. Um, so grateful that they were willing to drive down. They put so much effort into it. And we, it was just such a great memory for everyone locally, such a great memory for myself and Jeff and, uh, someone had tagged me in an interview where it was shortly thereafter this match where they asked him, like, what's your favorite tag match of all time? And Jay said, I don't know, man, wrestling the Hardy Boys was pretty cool. That stands out, man, man. Like, what a God, what a compliment that Think is. Think about all the people he's wrestled. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, that was shortly, shortly after this match took place. And, and those guys told me how, you know, they, they watched us when we were coming up and when we got hot and we were doing the ladder match thing. And, and once again, it's just like, it, it's, it's still hard to fathom that there were so many people that we inspired and you, they were two of the guys yeah. that we inspired with the stuff we did. And I'm, I'm so grateful that I, I got to meet them. They were both in my life and I, I got to interact with them and I got to know, know them as well as I do. Yeah. Just going to say too, while I was here and I'm sorry, I, have two phones. I know my one phone's been going off in the back. Obviously, lots of stuff going on, but I just I got a text back from Mark, and uh, he just responded with "just love you, bro." So, just uh, I I hope he's good. I just wanted to reach out and let him know that I was thinking about him, and if I can do anything to help, please let me know. Yeah, all of us here at the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy and our listeners are, are certainly sending Mark our best and the entire family our best. I think the greatest measure of a man is the legacy and impact that he leaves behind. And I think that what you've seen on social media from all of these people who knew Jay or watched Jay, it's quite a testament to the legacy that he has left behind. So I'm so glad so many people posted photos with him and, and shared stories and, and memories. Just, I'm so, I'm so happy that people are honoring his life and career. Because Jay Briscoe deserved that. Isn't it an amazing feeling when we talk about this literally every week on this podcast, but like when pro wrestling makes you feel something, it's just like the greatest thing in the world. And that one person and yourself is included in that conversation for your own legacy. But that person made so many people feel something. Yeah. It's just the coolest thing in the world. It's the yeah. coolest thing in the world. And it's a it's, credit to the to the art of pro wrestling. It, it is. It is. It is utterly amazing. Yeah. Uh, so all of our best to everyone involved. And we're keeping our fingers crossed and sending positive thoughts to his daughters as well as they try to recover from this incident and his entire family. Um, a few orders of house cleaning that I just want to put out there for us on this podcast again next week. We are going to be doing a little discussion about the Royal Rumble and this is going to be a really cool episode, Matt, because we got so many questions. So, so many people are curious about how a Royal Rumble is put together and what goes into that. And you're going to tell some secrets about how the, how the sausage is made. And we'll do it while watching the 2003 Royal Rumble, the 20th anniversary of that, which is insane as is. Uh, that'll um, be a lot of fun. Um, and, I was looking forward to doing that. But thank you for pivoting today. Like, I, I, there, there, there is nothing... This is all that was on my mind today, and this is really the only thing I could talk about. Absolutely. Well, you know, we like to try to be positive, and, and next week we'll turn the page and try to provide a very positive episode for our fans. And the beauty is, guys, if you subscribe to adfreeshows.com, if you're in the top two tiers, you're going to be able to watch that episode live. Matt and I are going to be doing that episode live for everybody, which is going to be really cool because you'll get to interact with Matt and I live. We'll read comments on air as as we're taping the episode so it's gonna be a really unique opportunity and i know matt hardy loves his top guys and top gals does he not you know i do we're live pal we're live pal that's gonna be part of the conversation there if you're not subscribed to adfreeshows.com make sure you're doing so already um just uh, again guys try to be kind this week to everyone and tell someone you're proud them. A second. Tell them that the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, and Matt, I'm always proud of you. you. You have just overcome so much adversity, not just in your life, but this year alone, in the past calendar year, you have overcome a lot of adversity. And I was on 
uh, reffing it up with Brian Hebner and Jimmy Corderas uh, this week, talking about your legacy. And you should be very proud of the legacy that you have left behind because they had nothing but the best to say about you. And you can go check that podcast out wherever you get your podcast. They, they were very appreciative of you, my friend. Very cool. Uh, two great guys. Uh, Brian Hebner, he's been a ref in so many of my matches. I've had so many great fun memories with him. Jimmy Corderas, another great guy. Once again, one of the first guys who welcomed us with open arms when we first came into WWE. So that's very cool. I, uh, I have great respect for both of those guys. He did say, Brian said, the one part of the story that you left out about the V1 with him and Michael Hayes is that he headbutted Michael Hayes. Uh, and and apparently drew blood, and that's why he went on our. That's why he started running he around. Crazy. No, he did. I, I guess maybe I didn't tell the story right. Uh, <laughs> there, there you have that. That is that is right, and I do, I do, uh, I do remember that. And that yes. is accurate too. He said he said he drew blood, which blood from the beer wolf is not <laughs> not kosher. Uh, I promise <laughs> you that. So, uh, thank you to them for having me on. It was so great getting to talk about Matt's legacy. And uh, again, buddy, I, I love you. I care about you. I appreciate you. And I'm sending you all the best. I know you lost a friend. And that's just a tragic thing Thank to go you, through. And uh, I hope that we did him justice on this episode of The Extreme Life. Matt Hardy, is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I love you too as well, John. And uh, I enjoy this time of the week, every single week. And uh, it, it sucks that this was the topic for today. And, and I hate that, you know, my friend and fellow wrestler, Jay Briscoe is no longer with us, you know, but I am glad that we were able to spend an hour plus just to, to remember him and, and to, to honor him and to put the respect on his name that it deserves. He's a, he, he was a great guy and I feel very blessed that I got to work with him. I feel very blessed. I, I got, got to know him and, uh, my thoughts or prayers are with his brother, his wife, and all his kids and, and nieces and nephews. And I, I just, I, I really wish and hope and pray that they can, uh, they can move on and 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 find their way back to a normal life. It's going to be challenging after an event like this, but uh, but that's what I wish for them. We're all here in their corner at the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. The words have been spoken this week. We'll see you next week right here on the Extreme Life. A mad hobby. All right, by now, guys, you know, I love talking about old wrestling. What you might not know is it's not my real passion. My real passion is helping people save money. My real passion is getting families out of apartments and into houses. My real passion is getting people's finances aligned so they can retire on time. I hated going to Walmart and seeing the greeter being 80 years old. She should not be working. She should be home. Why is she still working? Because she still has a mortgage. I want to help avoid that for you. The other thing I want to help you with Let's make sure your kids don't get saddled with student loans. If you've got a student loan, why did you get one? Maybe because your parents still had a mortgage. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm being sincere. There's only so much money to go around. What I want to help you do is figure out where you are right now and where you want to be long-term. And I do it at savewithconrad.com. I've been doing mortgages for more than 20 years. 
And during all that time, we've helped tens of thousands of families change their life. I mean, routinely, we're helping our podcast listeners save five, six, seven, eight hundred bucks a month, but more importantly, get them out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. But if you don't think it can happen for you, let me just tell you this. We are not the bank. We don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how we're going to get you a game plan on how to improve your credit, how to save a little bit of cash and how to get into that dream house. Maybe you're already in the house, but it would be nice if someday we could put a pool in the back or one day we want to upgrade to hardwood floors or remodel the kitchen or get a badass master bathroom. I can help you do all of that with no money out of pocket right now at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. Check it out. Savewithconrad.com, NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And hey, y'all, don't take my word for it. Check us out. We've got an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. And as if that's not enough, go look at our reviews. Read them and weep, haters. Conradreviews.com. You'll see more than a 1,000 five-star reviews. Our average review is 4.72 stars. Find out how much money you can save. Take control of your life in 2023 by taking control of your finances. We're going to show you how to keep more of your own money. If you've got credit card debt, what are you paying on that? 14%, 28%. You know, you can do better with the mortgage though. You may not know this. The interest you pay is tax deductible. And we can even show you how to skip your next two house payments. So if you can get a lower monthly payment, pay your debt off faster get a greater tax deduction at the end of the year. And right now, right after the holidays, skip your next two payments, buddy, this is the biggest no brainer in the history of the world. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at savewithconrad.com. Or Hey man, shoot me an email directly. Conrad at savewithconrad.com.